0: Welcome to the Butterfly Effect Studio. I'm the host, Christian Rebenig. As we know, based on the chaos theory, small changes can have a big impact. And the goal of this session is to uncover how leaders and change makers develop their purpose, um, their competence and community to have a great positive impact. And yeah, every episode um, is packed full of ideas. You can apply directly to your life. In this conversation, I speak to Rolf Schroemkrenz, former CEO and founder, of Trivago. He recently founded also Leadership Sprouts to support entrepreneurs in building resilient and value-based organizations. Really great to have you here. Um, Rolf, so as a first question, um, maybe to learn that because you founded Trivago, what recently has motivated you actually after this big success um, to found Leadership Sprouts?
1: First of all, uh, super nice to be here. Um, so thank you thank you for having me um so um yeah it's, it's a longer story it's a longer story uh, but um but the co- the core of it is um that over over more than 15 years um i had uh the freedom um to develop trivago um to a really um impactful uh, very sustainable company that um was um i think v- valuing uh the individual a lot uh valuing the um um valuing the power and the impact that an in- can individual individual can have and we developed our very own idea of leadership in that in that in in these in these times but over the last uh three years as well I was for the first time feeling the impact of capital markets on on our um, our um, enterprise, and um, and I was seeing the downside of how capital can destroy um, how capital can destroy the long term vision um, and um, also the value creators within a company, and um, and that is something that drove me to say like okay how can we how can we um, take some of these experiences and um, how can we take them uh, to other entrepreneurs? How can we exchange? How can we learn from their experiences as well? And how can we aggregate that? And um, and that is basically dominating what I do right now.
0: Um, that's amazing. And, uh, and I think really relevant um, because there is a conflict. And it's, I think, sometimes really natural uh, because of this long term via short term, maybe profits, which um, uh, investors also expect. But why is this relevant? Uh, why do you want to help others actually? Uh, why did you think, okay, it's a problem, um, but why is it worth solving and what is driving you
1: actually um, to work on this? You know, I, I think, I, think I, j- I, just had, I just had the privilege to see both sides of the medal within myself. And I had the privilege to see, especially the, the, the downside of it in a, in a later stage of my career yeah so so i had the freedom in an early stage to develop freely and to develop my own ideas of of leadership my own ideas of of like how organizations can work and how they can create value and um and i was i was experiencing the other part in a later stage of my of my um, um, evolution and therefore i think i had a bit of a more uh, cautious uh, view on it. Yeah, so I had the chance to really cautiously see the difference, cautiously see the impact of capital, um, and I think that was a big privilege for myself um, because I think that um, most of founders don't have the differentiation because um, they already don't have the freedom for many years to develop their idea in a way um, that they are in, independent from capital influence, and that they don't see what can be created and what can be can be achieved. Uh, without having that direct impact on on and direct focus on short-term short-term success and um and i think that is that's really driving me because i see that we are in an ecosystem that is on one hand um really uh limiting our ability to uh to cope with the complexity of the world to connect with the world we can connect with others and so on so con- build these connections on a on a maybe on a more foundational level you can also say a more abstract level i would say more foundational level mm-hmm. um, but but at, at the same time i see also how we destroy value even in terms in in, in very very uh, rigid terms of profitability growth and so on and so on so so i see i see both happening at the same time and that is really driving me crazy and um and and i and i i think for me it's important to um to see to to uh, to, to to give entrepreneurs the room to take a, a more bird's eye perspective on themselves to see these impacts like how, what it does it do to them what does it do to their organization and, and to, to offer ways to get around it.
0: So, literally, based on your personal experience and the value you have gained, uh, the insights you have gained, you want to help future entrepreneurs be successful um, and not make compromises directly based on capital requirements eventually, if I understand this correctly.
1: Um, be, be, su- be successful, yes, mm-hmm. and, and ideally be successful in a broader more holistic uh, coordinate system. Yeah, so so be, be more successful in general. Yes, I think you can be more successful when it comes to uh, creating a valuable company. Yeah, but uh, but um, success has also very different metrics. And, um, and I think you can perform on a lot of them way better when you're not having this short-term focus.
0: Um, so just before we move forward, one step back with Trivago, you you did take the step to make an IPO at the Nasdaq. Yeah? Um, Mm -hmm. was this the trigger you have been talking about uh, going public or was this independent from going public? So did you already be before with taking on capital, even though it was not that much actually because, um, Trivago was so actually already making so much earlier revenue, but was this the, the, the issue which caused the conflict?
1: uh yeah for, for for me that was ultimately like the the, the beginning of the change you know like mm-hmm. often i think it's an aggregation of several things and it's probably not always like a, just just this one one thing but but i would say this this was probably like the the, the thing that the, the tipping point of it yeah so um i think i think that for a long time so so when a when a corporation gets larger i think the natural thing that happens to you um i think to most of us as founders of startups, is that um, like the, the 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 more conservative, more established narrative kicks in at one point, uh, where people tell you, oh, you know, you have been a startup before, you have uh, done things this and this way, but now you are a big corporation, and now things go differently. Now you need experience, now you need processes, now you need this and this and this and this and this, and this right? And now you have to change everything, because the way how you did it you know that is just for small companies, but now you're the big company, and now you have to do it differently. and And I think that is something that that I was feeling way way before, right? So when when we when we were from went from twenty people to fifty people, people told me, Rolf, the way of how you deal with this, this will not work. You know you have to do it differently. You'd have to hire hire experienced people. And so on. And, and no, we didn't do that. We, we uh, you know, we, we kept on running it the way that we we, we ran it before. We rather we were rather de- Of course, we were developing it further, but we will, were rather developing it further away from the from the established n- narrative. Yeah. And um, and then when it was 100 people, people you know approached me and said, "Ralph, well, this is not working this way. You have to change it." And when it's 200 people, and 500 people, and thousand people, and always people come to you and tell you the way of how you lead this organization and how you create value that this is very unprofessional that it's not part of the narrative how it's done and so on and so on right so you constantly have to fight against windmills and every time you know somebody joins your organization from another organization you know they come in and they say like Ralph this cannot work like this you know you know you, you this is how you lead the team so no, I cannot lead a team like this you know this is not the way of how, how I, I am I am and how I, how I learned it and so on mm-hmm and and that is very natural in human behavior because basically people had before created their identity of, around an idea of leadership you know that they that 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 this made their identity right they were successful before because otherwise they would probably not have been then one day come to us so they had been successful in in with with their way of leading and their identity and to and every time people had to join us they had to basically go through the stages of unlearning that. Uh-huh. so they first had to unlearn basically this 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 established narrative and then start to think think differently about how to lead people. and of course, everything, every time somebody comes in, this creates also um friction, right? friction within teams and so on so and and of course you could be you get better and better in onboarding and you get better and better in putting expectations out there and so on all of this right but it's still you 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 don't have you don't have an, you 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 can't create an island right so you're you're at the end you're a corporation and you're, you're a corporation you have different different kind of like connections to the outside right and one of these connections is that you have to bring people in and and um of course like um the, the majority of people we brought in, we brought always in very early in their career, right? So when they didn't have to unlearn an established narrative, at least not so much, right? So when they went through university and so on, and then it's still easier because they had didn't have the experience before, so it's st- still easier to unlearn whatever idea you have in mind of leadership, right?
0: What 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 kind of if you talk about leadership, what kind of competences? What 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 would you expect from those kind of people? What kind of is it the the process or is it like the would you expect different competence which they bring in? And you would say, Hey, this is before you can join us, this
1: is what you need to learn actually. Um so so, so I think that, that the way of, of most of our systems of education, how, how most of them are built, is in a way that you learn horizontal competencies. Mm-hmm. In the best case. Yeah. So in the worst case, you you I don't know, you learn knowledge or something right so st- stuff that you can easily the information data whatsoever that you can e- easily get from somewhere right that's the worst case yeah i think in the in in, a, in the best case you learn horizontal applications yeah so so um you know like competencies of you know i don't know how to lead a team or you know in the best case right so so things like this how to uh, communicate how to present a topic uh, how to work together and so on that is already second-level horizontal applications, basically. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but what I think our uh, systems of education, at least in the vast majority, don't do is they don't upgrade the operating system. So they teach you apps, but they don't upgrade the operating system. And what I mean with that is that, you know, th- these apps run on our operating system. So the these apps, uh, an app like how to lead a team efficiently, Runs on my operating system on like what do I believe about myself, what do I believe about the world, what makes sense to me, what doesn't make sense to me, and so on and so on. And 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 we completely neglect that. So we teach everybody a specific <laughs> a specific app, right? And we don't understand that every every operating system at the end defines what you do with that app. So instead of teaching apps, you know, I think I think um, it's it's way more important to constantly upgrade the operating system because with that you basically unlock a lot of competencies in any of your apps that you're using. Yeah. Yeah. So so that is basically my picture, and and, and this is this is rarely done. I've I've, I've not experienced myself doing uh, that. It's, it's done. I've not experienced it somewhere else. It's it's rarely done in in our in our um, in our um, Systems of education that we have right now.
0: Yeah, but when you talk talk about the operating system, I like that a lot. Coming from a software development background, yeah. um, you're talking about this kind of self-reflection process of the self-awareness of things like did you, how do you recognize the environment, what do you expect from others? I guess so. This is the the things with um, like literally your your understanding of society and interaction with the
1: under, our underlying our underlying assumptions about the world yeah. that we are often not even aware of. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so, but underlying, it says already, it's hard to change if you're not aware of it uh, in the first place. Yeah. So
1: if you I- impossible, probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you mentioned, that. so how, how, how did you work together with actually leaders, which maybe you want to have a different understanding of yeah. the fundamentals, for example, about the Leadership, yeah.
1: I think awareness is important, right? So, as you said, um, I mm. 100% agree. In the moment where you're not aware, there's in, in, like it's impossible to change. If you're aware, it's still the question if you can change it. But with, but, but awareness is there? Of, uh, is, is always first, right? So uh, you, it, it's it's really impossible to change things that in our blind spots, right? The things that we don't we don't have an access to. Right. And there's for anybody of us, how, however evolved your operating system is, there's always something in your blind spot that you cannot see. Exactly. You know, and, and ideally other people understand it about, about you, but maybe they don't even understand it and you don't understand it. Right. So there is this, this, this blind spot. And the question, the question is for me is like, how can you get more of these underlying assumptions that we are not aware of? How, how, how can we get more and more of this into our awareness? right so how do we put this into our awareness and then like how do we develop competency to work with this in our awareness yeah and 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 my and my my observation from my own journey or journeys that I've I've been able to um you know to 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 mentor is is that is that basically in the moment where you get an awareness to it right that is already a very, very important step. Yeah. That's the mo- most important step. You know, the most important step is because in the moment now I understand I always act like this if this happens, and and you know, that's the first step of awareness. And then the second step is to ask yourself, okay, like why does you know what, you know what what is underlying that? So what what is underlying my action? So I seem to have this pattern. Right. So, what is underlying this pattern? Yeah. And is this something that I do intentionally? Is this really something that I own inside myself, or is this something that happens rather with me, yeah, yeah. without me being the being the, the the active observer of or 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 or, or driver of it? Yeah, these right?
0: automatism are the good things because that's how you don't need to think anymore about what you actually do. But then there's a the disadvantage yeah. of it. The first thing somebody tells me something, I make this face you know, or I'm smiling, you know, and this is a typical reaction as a first on whatever is presented to me. And I, I keep on repeating that or the first thing I go into a meeting, I start looking outside of the window uh, because I feel really bored or something like that. So I think this kind of automatisms is, 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 really what is what defines us literally, um, um, implicitly without us knowing it. Yeah. Um, and I think also the self-awareness. So, It's very important. Would you say, this is one of the most important things for leaders uh, in today's world, actually this kind of self-awareness and being aware of what they do and how they react.
1: I I think, I think it's for me, it's, I couldn't imagine why it's worth to work on anything else when we have not started there because, you know, because the problem is that everything that you, every technique that you apply on top of this, you know, at the end is just a reflection of your inner self and your understanding. So, and, 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 and you can, and that, and that is actually what you see in many trend, uh, transformation processes that you have in, in larger corporations or whatsoever. Right. So what they do is basically they take the individuals that they have. Right. And then they, t- they, they start to, to, to teach them techniques, you know, agile, you know, that is like, you know, everybody is now like, like in every organization, whatever, however old or whatsoever, everybody gets to, to uh, gets taught agile techniques, and it's not bad. Yeah, you know, I I don't say it's bad. You know, it's 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 of course a progress, but what happens is, you know, you 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 learn these agile techniques, but you you don't even value the input of others. You don't even value the feedback, because you're you're so much in into your ego and your own identity, and you're so unreflected about this you know that that you just use this as a, as a means and in this moment it becomes cynical because you you don't even believe in it mm-hmm. you know you just you just use it because you know okay this is a new modern thing and if i want to go up in with the career ladder ladder i have to do this bullshit right but i don't really believe into it because i don't really understand it i don't get access to it i i don't get access to the fundam- fundamentals which are which are deeply rooted also in 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 basically the in in in, in, a, in a process of like where, where, like, like, like for example, agile is, it's a advanced in the core. It's an advanced, um, uh, kind of like organizational development. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but it's not used that like that in the, in the majority of cases, you know, so, and, and, and that is because yeah. of the individuals and that at the, at the end we have to start with the individuals and then we can t- teach them techniques on, on, on top of that. You know, like when you when you like all these kind of ideas of new work. Right. So you you have to imagine, Okay, you have you have people who are not developing themselves further internally. Right. And they look with their own mindset on ideas of new work and what they hear and what's what's the information that gets through to them is I have to buy um, like a kicker table and I have to buy buy beanbags Mm -hmm. to be attractive to 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 new uh, new employees of uh, generation Y and Z. So that's why I need I need the beanbags. So that's basically what's what sticks, right? It's <laughs> and it's not the idea of shit. You know, I have to I, I give I create a room for people in which they can really kind of evolve themselves and and get into their force and be incredibly valuable valuable by doing that. That is not the idea. The idea is I you know I have to do this stuff, you know, to at the end, be attractive to new employees.
0: So it's not just about copying things which you're told to do, but actually being conscious about why you do the things you do. Um, but how, how did you learn that for yourself? So what, what was it like from the, from the beginning on, like in school already? No. Um, what, but how do you develop that?
1: Uh, nope. Nobody, nobody taught me you know like nobody nobody taught me um, uh, and, and that's why I also didn't do it differently so like when 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 I started trivago I was I was very overreaching I was I was destroying a lot of value by not giving people the room that they deserved and so on and and that it didn't fall apart at what one point was just lucky you know and and and, and let's be let's be also um I, you know I, I I think I think and people will say yeah but but there are so many people who are so um, I don't know, dominant in the way of how they do things, you know, and I don't know, speak about Oli Zamba, whatsoever, right? And and he's also super micromanaging and super overreaching and still works. Yeah. You know, whatever. Have you have you have you seen have you seen like companies that are doing a business right now and, and, and like like who are twenty, thirty, forty, fifty or hundred years old? They are so incredibly unproductive and, and of course with everything that you do you will disrupt them right this is not hard you know it's really not hard because really there's so much value that can be more created so of course even when you create have a back technique you probably can still create currently a valuable company that's not hard right so so but 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 so you can still do fundamentally things wrong yeah and um and um and and i did as well it's maybe even the best thing
0: so if you're successful despite being actually eventually not self reflective yeah
1: yeah yes yes it's 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 and it, and 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 um and and it it can happen but but it's it gets super critical i tell you when it gets gets critical it gets super critical when the organ when the complexity goes up and the organization becomes larger mhm mhm yeah so so small organizations can be can be ruled by extremely dominant people who, are just because of them being extremely smart and ex- extremely motivated, like overreaching into systems, right? And then c- they can create something and it's working. But it there's several tendency that goes go against that. and um one tendency is in the moment where the the organization um, grows, complexity grows exponentially. In the moment where the organization builds connections to the outside world, um, um, uh, complexity grows um, um, exponentially. And in the moment where you cannot hold all this complexity into in, in yourself, in one individual, this falls apart. Yeah. Um, so you have to trust and you have to, you have to, you have to, to build rooms for other people to be, to get into, into their force. So if, if yeah. you're
0: saying, um, so let's say for leaders, like literally you would hire leaders which are self-reflective, they're conscious of what they do, um, but now building up those leaders actually, or hiring them, how do you hire them? How do you find them? How do you know they actually can grow your organization in, um, as, as mentioned, in maybe self-sustaining way, yeah, and uh, with a
1: purpose-driven mm-hmm. way. To be to be to be one hundred percent honest, I think it's really really hard to hire. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's of course you do that. Yeah? So of course you try to create um, systems in which which you try to find out. Okay, who who really like how do I find people who ev- evolve themselves, who 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 not like mm, who 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 have kind of a multi perspectivity inside themselves. You know, and, 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 and we would we would always look for that, right? So when we would hire people, we would always look for people where we see multi perspectivity. And and, and and may be due to the fact that they just did several different things they changed their perspective in life a couple of times and you know and so on. So so and, and, and when you would ask people you would always ask like, Okay, you know what you know what, what kind what made you to the person you are today? So through what critical changes did you go through in your life? That made you to the person you are today. For example, right. So this is a very interesting question because it always reflects. It goes back to okay, like where do you see inflection points in yeah. yourself, right? And and there's a very different way of how you can answer these questions on very different levels. And um, but 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 of course that is what we would look at. But I don't say we are we were perfect in doing that. So I think that that it's way more Im- important than than you know building you know the, doing the, building the right filter at the beginning. Yeah you know, is, 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 um, creating a profiled identity of yourself so that people do not even want to be part of this, mm-hmm. who don't want to go through that pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for example, like, like, um, Rolf. I, we, we, like always, always people approach us, give me just, let me just give one example. Yeah. So people always approach us and said, Hey, you know, um, uh, what is your career path so so how do i progress in in trivago so like you know and and then we were we were and and in the beginning like people were also like and then and, and our our uh our our teams came to towards me and said rolf you know there's always applicants asking about that what's the career path we need a career path we need a career path and so on right and 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 then i we, we also thought about okay do we need that uh, but at the end, we turned this around because because we we thought like okay, in the moment where people think like this and they already think about their career path and how they can progress and not about what they can learn, you know, and mm-hmm. and w- what kind of project they can do and what they how they evolve themselves within these projects, then then it's probably already the wrong thing. So we we told people before that they cannot expect a career yeah. path from us. They cannot expect titles. They cannot expect a career path. That is not something that we will give them. And if you cannot live with that insecurity, you're probably, you're not there. So you probably not, you cannot be part of this organization right now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, 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 so I, I believe way more, way stronger. I, 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 I believe in a strongly lived identity mm-hmm. than I believe in, in very good filters mm-hmm. for access. Mm-hmm.
0: So you're looking yeah. for this curiosity in people. They are open to learn, open to develop. Um, they don't need a fixed outlook and need to know where they will be in, I don't know, three to five years, but actually say, Hey, that's a journey and we are starting here together. Um, and it's going to be amazing because we have a lot of opportunities ahead of us, but we don't know yet how to solve them. So you're looking for this kind of yeah. challenge, um, solvers, um, but now, now let's take one step back. Imagine you, it sounds like you wouldn't hire yourself 20 years
1: ago <laughs> today. No, no, the, and that's, and, and, and... You are you're perfectly right. And and that's why I, I, I started with the least important thing. And the least important thing is the filter. Yeah. The second important thing is identity. But the most important thing is is was for us to build systems within the company, within the organization, to help people to evolve themselves right so 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 that is the most important thing the, for me the most important thing is the process is like do you build within the organization a process that allows people to do that you know and i i think that 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 would be rather for me the most important thing so i don't at the end i really i don't believe that you can always get the best people and the best hires and the A people and so on i think that's all bullshit. um but but i believe that you you that that that, that at the end. The differences are not that big they're definitely not as big as we we, we we tell us they are you know because we always we always like to be part of an elite you know i've been in this university hhl where they always tell you when you have been there then you know you know you'll be you're you're part of the elite you're part of the best and so on that's you know it's not true you know there's so many more smarter way more smarter people and they're just they didn't dare, to, or they didn't want to go into business or whatsoever. But we are not really—we are not the smartest one at all, you know. Definitely not. You know, I'm—I'm I'm definitely not. Yeah. And and um and so so we 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 just we just I think the differences are not that big. The the op- opportunities are very different to evolve, you know, and 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 but but the differences between people I've I've seen are not so big. So I've I've we really monitored a lot, like okay, like you know how. Did people develop, we, we created systems of understanding of like, how well do they connect to others and so on. And, and how, how, you know, how, you know, how, um, how are they performing in their role right now and so on. And I've seen just people like it's, it's very situative. So it's very depending on the situation that are people in it. It's often, it's not the people it's just where they, you know, you can find the right position for everyone, you know, and, um, and it's, um, yeah, and, and it's, and, you know, I, I, I remember that because like a good, very good friend of mine told me uh, this week where we were, we were for dinner and that he's, he, because there's this saying of it's important who sits on the bus with you or something like that, you know, and, and I, and I told him, see, um, you know, it's not important who sits on the bus. It's important where people sit in the bus, mm-hmm. you know, and. And, and I, and, and he, he came back to me three years later and he said, now I really understand what you said, you know? And, 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 and I, I think that is, that makes all the difference. So it's not, it's not really, I think we over, co- constantly overestimate, you know, like how good are we, like how good are we ourselves and how good are we in selecting the right people? You know, have you ever met found a founder team where people said like, oh, yeah, no, I, I, I just picked the average people, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know? which is actually the truth (laughs) this is the truth they are you know on average they are average you know that's the truth no they always they have the best of course they have the best teams and they feel like they are the best team and and probably there's also something good about them feeling they are the best that's totally fine right but but um but at the end you know just um like like a high level of reflection at least reflect that you know no come on you know just yeah Probably not, you know, <laughs>
0: so, but you say what is important as well, as I think the values uh, which bound you together. So the, the way, for example, I, what you mentioned, I think is uh, does hierarchy matter? If you hire somebody from consulting a company, maybe with 10 levels of hierarchy, you would first need to talk about that. Yeah. Maybe because they, Hey, we don't have a hierarchy here. We don't believe in that fundamentally. And that's the reason which can help eventually the person to make up his mind. Is this the right thing? And I think this is the, what you're saying is it's very important to have in the bus people with having very similar values eventually, uh, because otherwise people will have a lot of conflicts over time.
1: Yeah, yeah, you need you need to also to manage uh, this mm-hmm. because in in the moment where you're too uh, homogeneous, you know that will also create problems. And so so yes, I I agree on the value part, and I agree that there must be. Like a joint kind of understanding and a joint idea of like, okay, these are our values and this is what this is how this this organization operates. So I think that's important. On the other side, it's also very important that you stay open for very different histories and different, very different character traits. That you're not not too much biased towards introverts or towards extroverts. That you're, you know, and and all of this. So I think I think it's also that's also important that you that with all like like. I, 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 I be, I'm a believer in this idea of like, okay, you have to have values and, you, and there has to be some homogeneity around the values, but as well, I'm a strong believer that there has to be a huge heterogeneity in terms of history yeah. of people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. bringing in together different people eventually with, close uh, values, um, which are or have a very high level, for example, of self-reflection, have certain competences, modern competences, which say, hey, are very important for the day. So, but um, just coming back to this question, um, now maybe you went to traditional school, you went to a consulting company, and maybe that's not the case. So how can you, and you hire this person because he's, there's, there's a seat in the bus and you want to have him for the seat, yeah? So uh, how do you help him to understand eventually... Uh, for example, self reflection I mean, there's nothing more annoying than a person which you, which you notice uh, that he, I don't know, he brags about his knowledge, his knowledge, deep knowledge, and it doesn't feel like uh, what you want, where you want maybe a more humble culture and, uh, you know, so mm-hmm. how do you help them actually eventually see that or gain that? Or would you just say, hey, then you're not for us for collaborating or being, becoming part of the community or company?
1: I think different levels, <sighs> mm. I, let, let me say, I, I think for, first, I think very helpful is, um, is to get a good quality of feedback information. Mm-hmm. I still feel this is a very mm-hmm. important, um, and a quality of feedback, a good quality of feedback is not being evaluated by one person. Mm-hmm. The idea of being evaluated, just the idea really today, you know, like, I also didn't understand that 10 years ago, but just the idea that there is one person that evaluates you as a person is incredibly stupid. It's just incredible. And and still 90% or 95% of the system works like this. And it's incredibly stupid because my own evaluation is just a reflection of myself, much more than a reflection of the person that I value. Yeah. And and it's very easy to find out. So we we did that, and because we, we we were looking at, we we always um try to build information in a way that um everybody was always evaluating everybody in in all kind of situations, and um and you can clearly see that that there's more information in, the, in the evaluation from somebody is more information about themselves than about the person. Yes. Yes. The, yeah. I, I like so, this a
0: lot. And I, if I give you feedback, it has often more about myself than about you actually, because it tells, tells you what is important to me. I value, I don't know, a beautiful haircut and a, yes. the right color of a t-shirt. And I don't like you <laughs> just talking about, you know, I, <laughs> no, no. Yeah. yeah. I totally understand. It makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah yeah and and and, and that and that is something that we cannot you cannot have yeah, a good leaders are objective. <laughs> no. <laughs> of yeah. course not. Yeah yeah there might be there might be some like not not good leaders but and not experienced leaders but evolved very evolved persons might have a better grasp on on not giving you wrong feedback. That might be the case, yeah. Which is, but it's often not correlated with with the hierarchy, basically. Yeah. So that is that that competence is not often not re- related with the hierarchy. But um, but um, but in general, no. There is there is you you I'm it, I'm absolutely incapable of giving you really good feedback as an individual person. So, but um, but in the moment where it's not one person, but twenty person, then you get at least an idea of like how this person, it, it's, still, it's still not verdict about you as a person or your compet- competency, right? But it can be at least, it can be an idea of like, how do you operate or not operate well in this organization? Yeah. And what is hindering you from operating better in this organization? so But you need more than one person reflecting on you. You need a bunch of people reflecting on you. And ideally, you need somebody working together with you that is not in a power relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because any power relationship within an organization is always coming with even bigger agendas, right? So even, so not only that I get feedback from one person, but imagine I get feedback from a person who has an extremely high self interest in putting me into a very specific position or not position. Right. So, um, so, so in the moment where, so, 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 and, and that's why, you know, coaching relationships and so on, they are always trying to be not in a power relationship with people. Right. So that doesn't work. So, so I cannot coach somebody who is working with me on a, on a, on a but daily. Saying life.
0: that, um, in your now career, in your past, um, who have been the people you surrounded yourself, who have helped you eventually to reflect, to understand and to develop mm-hmm. what have been the most important people in your life?
1: Um so I, I had I had um I really was very lucky. Um I was I was um at one point I, I became a member of EO mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you if you heard of EO um uh, many years ago, 12 13 years ago and no, it's more now, 15 years ago. And um yeah. and today, you know, I'm not I'm not super fond of the organization as a whole, you know, but they have um a, a very good thing um, which is, uh, an, an exchange format, a forum format. Um, and, um, and I was lucky that I was in there very early and I had, I was in there with, with other entrepreneurs. So you just meet, it's basically an anonymous alcoholic for <laughs> entrepreneurs, right? So you, you meet with eight other entrepreneurs, uh, once a month for a couple of hours and basically, um, and, and, and you share your own challenges. And the good thing is, um, through a trick, um, basically. And um, they established um really a, a true conversation under equals mm-hmm. yeah which is not vertical but really horizontal, so meaning that there's no power dynamics between those people yeah and um and and that was for example one of the tools that I used that really helped me to overcome the first initial stages life of blockage you know because that is what happens you know like people could ask myself yeah but why should i do that maybe i'm more efficient if i don't do it yeah. and so on yeah yeah i th- i think you have a different sense of efficiency and you might tell yourself when you're not doing it you might tell yourself you're more efficient yeah but but what happens actually is you 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 create you you basically open up the possibilities for you to think and to act yeah because basically like we, we what what we are blocked by is our instincts right it's our it's our ego that is hurt it's our our um our reptile instinct that we follow and so on and so on and and you can say yeah that help us I, I don't know they at the end they block us you know they they just give us a specific road that you that you need to go you can still decide to go the same road you can still decide to work as hard you can still decide to you know w- whatever you want to do but I think it's always good to have a, have a chance to decide, yeah. right? Yeah. I, can, I think that can never be yeah. negative, to have, have a chance to decide to do a thing or yeah. not to do a thing, right? And that is basically what, what happened. So, so I, I had the chance, basically, by, 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 by working with other people to open up this first initial blockage and get some kind of multi-perspectivity and, and, and different views on life. Yeah, and different views on efficiency and so on and so on, and um, and then I supported that with um, with really intensive coaching um, at at a later stage, um, and um, I supported it with my own inner inner journey um, of self reflection. I, I, tr- I tried to get better people to support me, to coach me, and so on and so on. So, but that happened in a later stage. Yeah, but 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 just getting this first idea of there is a reality that I I think this is how reality looks like, but there is another person having a different idea of reality, and it's as yeah. valuable as mine.
0: I, I think so this, this peer support group, which EO um, literally is, uh, <laughs> even though I like the the, the term uh, the <laughs> entrepreneurs, um, I think what it makes it special is that it's about presenting a challenge, but then getting this this shared experience, what others have experienced for the same similar situations, rather than giving a direct, getting a direct recommendation, which makes you more defensive event eventually. Yeah. Uh, because then you would say, Oh, but you're, yeah. Okay. He thinks he's smart. Now he can recommend, it. but listening to story he inspires me eventually. Maybe there's something in it for me.
1: Yeah. It's so hard, you know, because basically, and that's why I think it's so difficult to give mm. feedback. You know, like we also always easily said, I'm giving you feedback and then, okay. But because feedback, you know, it comes with so many, you know, like I, I would say probably there's a, a, a lot of feedback that is given that is is, is completely counterproductive in many ways. Yeah, And and, and the and, and the problematic thing is that with any feedback, even with feedback, any feedback that I get, you know, somebody says, tells me, I don't know, a raw, you would need a new haircut, really. You know, you know, in Berlin, you know, you still run around. Okay. For yeah. <laughs> um. So, so I, I ultimately always go in defensive mode. So, so, so to like, to not go into defensive mode and to really see the information, you know, that's probably somebody, something for a high, high degree Zen master whatsoever. I don't know, like probably a stage where I will never get to, but, but my initial reaction is always defensive. Yeah. And even if I'm not, if, even if I'm aware of it, you know, it's, it's there's still some defense in it. There's still some going back, you know. And that is always happening when when people say like, you should do, you know, this and this. There's always a defense. And and maybe also right so because, what the fuck, you know, you live in your you live in your reality, and in your reality, I should. in, in that has nothing to do with my reality. You know, so, 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 of course, of course, like, like, and, and what I want to say is, of course, it would be good if I could take that information, you know, it would be, and just take it as an information, but, but, but I'm, I'm incapable to do that. So, so information has to be presented to us in a different way. So if somebody else shares this experience and says, Hey, you know, um, I went with this and this haircut, I went to Berlin. You know, and then I realized, you know, that this and this happened to me and this is how people treated me and so on and so on, you know, and she has the story. Then I can basically say like, oh, shit, you know, fuck, you know, they treated me like maybe it's my haircut and I can take the decision to yes. cut my hair.
0: So, so, so just as a takeaway, I think also for, for the learners here listening, I think, um, it's more important to actually share experiences, personal experience, which has ha- actually happened than actually giving any recommendation, which is a result of an of experience, yeah? And I think this is... It,
1: any, any, yeah, that, I mean, that's also interesting to understand. Any objectivation mm-hmm. is already kind of like, okay, you know, I start to basically take something from a personal, very individual mm-hmm. experience, you know, like, that is how people treated me to objectivation is a, a haircut like this, you know, you cannot, in Berlin, you cannot walk around. So that's, a, that's basically the higher degree. So it's, it's even it's not even an advice, yeah. you know, it's just, just like I'm starting to basically pick an individual experience and try to abstract it and onto a higher level. Yeah. But, but that is already like purely individual. That is my interpretation already. Yeah. So, and, 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 and I think that's dangerous. So whenever you go onto this higher level and you start to say somebody, you know, or you try to generally, I do it like this or whatsoever, right? It's always going away from your very individual personal experience and always trying to give it more weight by generalizing. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah, You know, even if you say something like, I, I made often the experience that i was uh, i don't know i was uh, treated badly because of my haircut already there Be- because it's, it's it's a pattern already we make a pattern out of it what happened maybe is twice and maybe it was even not my haircut yeah like go go down to the to the individual situation where you really were doing mm-hmm. something and go down to it and then and then and then and then understand okay what was really happening there you know and 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 what i'm saying is that if you generalize then too much we just get a too simplified idea of the world, right? And we we also, and that makes makes it harder for us to
0: amazing. Well, I, I we need to come to an end, yeah. Um, and I, that's way more questions, but it's it's a, it's a thank you for sharing this. Um, and um, I think just what you said at the beginning, from a purpose perspective, already, I say, hey, um, you have, you actually care uh, from your experience to give back. Yeah, and try from that actually to share with with future learners eventually some of the 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 learnings you have done. And I think a key part which you see is in what people helps people is actually kind of self reflection, self awareness, being conscious about their automatic reactions eventually, and what you call it the operating system. I still like this this terminology of the brain. Yeah. uh, is and uh, the 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 part which I think is also another great takeaway literally is literally this kind of having a peer support group. Um, and how long have you been in that peer support group now? Is it still
1: does it still exist? I'm still part of it because it became such a fundamental thing for me that I'm also afraid to to really yeah. move out anymore. Yeah. Right? So so I mean it changed already a lot and 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 so on. I'm in it for 15 years, but. But, um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm still doing it. Um, and I, I, I'm also now like, you know, that I'm also not doing brave space and that this is a kind of a 3.0 kind of development of, of that, you know, and, and I, I see also like, like how you can bring it on another level and still I'm in my old group as well.
0: Amazing. Amazing. But, um, before I finish, maybe you want to say, say one or two words about brave space because we haven't talked about this yet. And I think it's a very really amazing initiative actually um to bring diversity actually uh this kind of what you mentioned different perspectives together without knowing already what is the outcome but but please um share share what you're doing Mm -hmm. there
1: yeah i mean bright is building up what i what i also said before this is the 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 observation that uh, what we try to do in our organization to give people the room to develop multi-perspectivity and by that being able to cope with the complexity of the world better and be more impactful that this is something that is not happening in our ecosystem, right? Our ecosystem is not developed in a way that we give people the room to develop multi-perspectivity when they become an entrepreneur or whatsoever. We do the opposite. We try to, we try to streamline them, bring them down on a specific path, tell them, um, you know, uh, short, like short-term growth and, and profits and so on. That's the only thing that is important for you to look at. So. So um and 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 I think that is a fundamental thing that um creates a huge impact you know because it defines how our system is working and uh, and what we try to do is we um uh we we brought um a very di- diverse group of people to, together to think about this problem and think about how can we overcome this so how can we overcome this kind of situation where where basically the investor with capital often takes away the room of entrepreneurs, of co- of course, unintentionally, Right, it takes away uh, the room of entrepreneurs to evolve and to create a long-term sustainable organization. So how can we overcome this? And, um, and as I said before, identity is very important, right? So the identity defines for me, the future of any organization. So that's why we try to build a, a really broad identity. So when we speak about entrepreneur, we didn't want to only um have uh, like you know this typical i don't know uh, uh i don't know super successful uh white uh 30 plus uh, year old uh you know uh, people in 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 the group but we really we really we're spreading from very young to old we're spreading uh, spreading to, uh, so different different um uh, different backgrounds uh, we, we we try to balance between um, a female and male so we really we really try to build a really diverse mm. identity to on top create this movement yeah you know? and um, and the idea is really that okay when we have a strong can build a strong identity out of, out of these people, we can also build a strong movement out of this and maybe have an impact
0: amazing well, if-
1: and you can um basically i'm not sure probably this is uh, reaching you too late, but maybe then for last year for next year when it's hopefully happening so we so we do um uh, this year um we we we, we go from roughly 50 to roughly 100 people with our with our event and uh, 10 10 places this year will be beser- will be reserved for um for new entrepreneurs who are able to apply basically um through a process and um and um and maybe maybe there's a chance for you to apply to year. Next amazing
0: yeah. we'll share this um and we'll encourage um our also our learners who are founders and many of them actually are considering founding eventually to apply uh, because I think it's a great initiative and very inspiring. Um, thank you Rolf, so much uh, for actually having the opportunity um, to share some of, to learn from some of your experiences. Um, really, really great to see. And uh, I will, I think I need to talk again uh, soon, because it's really great to see how you push your own purpose actually forward and help now uh, to have a positive impact. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you.